Hi there, I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll learn about pirate Jean Lafitte, and even though he was a pirate, he wasn't all bad. We'll hear about how God's anger is different from our anger, and I'll tell my story of my years playing drums and explain why I no longer play. That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. I started playing drums when I was 10 years old. I cut my first four records on toy drums with my dad. I eventually got some professional quality drums, and at 15, I laid all the drum tracks for Steve Spears' first solo album, and a few years later, I played on the drum track of a regional hit on Polk Salad Annie with a friend of mine, Eddie Bork. I worked with some big stars, too. Dickie Lee of I Got 9,999,999 Tears to Go fame. I worked with Michael Twitty, Conway Twitty's son, and I did shows with Mel Tillis, David Frizzell, and Shelley West, among many others. This got to be a lot, though, setting up, playing a four- or five-hour gig, breaking everything down, getting home in time to lay down for about two hours before I had to get up, get a shower, and get to the radio station and do the whole routine all over again. But I pushed through. I was young, and I was able to get by with just a little sleep. All my years in radio and playing drums finally caught up with me, though, in 1989. I knew I couldn't keep doing both. My work was starting to suffer in both areas. So New Year's Eve of 1989 was my last professional gig playing drums. I hung up the sticks, or however you say that. People ask me today if I miss it. Let me think about it. No. When you burn out, you have nothing left to give. When I walked away from the drums, it gave me more energy to put into radio, which is my first love. I've always been one to say, never give up your dreams, but you also have to be realistic. And drums wasn't going to pay my bills. Hope On Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. God's grace is a wonderful thing because He forgives us of our sins, and, well, we all sin. But to fully understand God's grace, we must also understand God's wrath. Now, God's wrath is different from ours in that when God is angry, He doesn't sin. Most of the time, us humans do. When God is angry, He's not vindictive or emotional. Rather, it's a judgment of anything that is not holy. God made his wrath known very early in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve disobeyed God and ate the apple. He showed us his wrath again during the great flood of the earth, and there are other examples of God's wrath in the Bible as well. The thing is, God does not want us to live in fear. God is very loving and gracious. He knows we are going to make mistakes. We all sin but God chooses to give us grace. That's why it's important for us to talk to God daily. My mama used to say, talk to God early and often. <laughs> God chooses to forgive us of our sins when we confess our sins to him. Yep, 
God's grace is a wonderful thing. In Ephesians 2.8, it says, For grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Hope On Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends, Rochelle and Carter. Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for anything but quiet time. In the early 1800s, pirate Jean Lafitte called the Gulf of Mexico home. According to stories, the French pirate was a colorful but not always good character. He did do some good, though. Jean Lafitte and his comrades helped out General Andrew Jackson to help defend New Orleans in what was the final and deciding battle in the War of 1812. Five years later, he settled in Galveston and developed a small village he called Campeche. He also built a house he named Maison Rouge, or Red House. He continued his pirate ways, though, attacking ships and robbing them of their cargo in the Gulf. They say that's how he furnished his house. When he was forced to leave Galveston in 1821 because he refused to give up pirating, he burned his village to the ground. Lafitte's house was located at 1417 Harborside Drive, and the remains of Maison Rouge are still there today between 14th and 15th Streets. Rumors also have it that his buried treasure is also still there on the island. Somewhere, no one has ever found it. Well, I'm out of here like a bull with a bee in his ear. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas.